you might think that you're going to look like a weirdo. You might feel ever so awkward. And I promise you, I have felt the exact same awkwardness because one of the things I always do is when I see someone, the first reaction is to put my head down. Welcome to an episode of Find Your Voice, a movement led by yours truly, Aaron Dew, a guy who has overcome crippling anxiety, adversity, and difficulty like so many of you in life, whose main goal now is to help you combat your excuses, take control of your life, write your own story, and most importantly, find your voice. So now, without further ado, I welcome the host of the show himself, Mr. Aaron Dew. What's going on, people? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Find Your Voice. My name is Aaron, and as always, I am the host of the show. So today, I'm going to be bringing you part two of last week's episode. So just quickly recapping for anyone who didn't check out that episode. So the first one was obviously getting things done. The second one was exercising. The third was staying true to your word. Number four was ensuring you don't get overwhelmed. So I went into a little bit of detail about that. And the fifth was recognizing that a lack of confidence within certain areas is not actually a bad thing. In fact, everybody suffers a lack of confidence in certain areas of their life. So it's not exclusive to yourself. However, we're going to jump on to the next five tips. So number six is preparation. So one of the reasons I think preparation is so, so key is because if you are lacking confidence, it's generally because you don't have the experience or the competence, or just the know-how of how to do it. So one of the best ways that you can at least put the odds in your favor is by being prepared. Now, there's an old story, and it's about the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, somebody who I grew up watching, and who's probably, in my opinion, one of the most confident-looking people in the spotlight. So Will Smith, as many of you may or may not know, well, I assume pretty much everybody knows who he is, had a time where he was on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and it was actually his first acting role. Now, many people don't know that he was the only one of that whole set who had never acted previously, whereas everybody else was kind of trained in theatre and in acting. And if you look at one of the first few episodes, you can actually see him reciting everybody's lines as they're going along the episode and then all of a sudden he'd come in with his own. Now, what that was a result of was an incredible work ethic, but also being incredibly overprepared actually just prepared. I don't think you can over prepare. I think if something is important for you, then you absolutely need to prepare as much as possible. So what he did was recognizing that these guys are already at a level that maybe he was aspiring to be. He needs to ensure that he came with his best self. And one of the best ways that you can come with your best self is of course, by being prepared. Number seven, improve your posture. So one of the things that I recognize myself when I used to struggle really, really bad with shyness was I used to have slouched shoulders. My neck was always constantly down and I actually started to walk with a bit of a hunchback, (laughs) a little bit like that old dude from, uh, I think it was Notre Dame or something like that. Anyway, fast forward a few years, I actually developed back pains because of that. And it took me quite a few years to really try and straighten my back out, thanks to Pilates, where I started to recognize, hey, I'm actually six foot tall. Now, one of the things that I recognized when I developed my posture was my shoulders started to come back. My chest started to be proud and I actually looked a lot more confident. And this is really important because if you can just imagine yourself, maybe you're talking to your boss, maybe you're talking to a prospective client. If you look like the old Aaron with a hunchback, looking at the floor, shoulders all slouch, the chances are firstly that person's not going to believe a word you're saying 
or recognize that you're not confident. And secondly, that's then going to have a follow-on effect for yourself where you're going to start to believe that you're not confident as well. And that's not what we want. So even if you've got to fake it till you make it initially, which I've had to do in many, many circumstances and experiences, is just look the part. The best thing we can do is put the odds in our favor. So at least we're looking the part and then, yeah, the rest of it will kind of figure out along the way. Number eight, music. Now I call these power tracks, power songs. And it's something I used to do in my personal training days where you have that song, you have that soundtrack or that album where the moment you put it on, you are going to do some serious damage. You are going to be unstoppable. You are literally in that, I do not give a damn mode. And that's a great mode to be in because sometimes through life, we just have to push ourselves and we just need that motivation because our thoughts are all over the place and sometimes we need an extra stimulus. And music for me is so, so massive in relation to that because when I can get the right track, whether it's because of the lyrics or the artist or the beat, I instantly change my physiology. I change my psychology and then all of a sudden I am in that mode where I'm ready. And I'll let you in on a little secret here. I actually do this before I play football on a Wednesday. So I play football three times a week and on a Wednesday, it's a very, very stressful game for me because I always have this limiting belief that I am probably the worst player there, which may or may not be the case. That's obviously, well, it's not an episode for another day because we're not going to talk about football, but that is just a conversation for another day. So one of the things I actually do leading up to that game is I have these power tracks in my head that I want to at least give everything on the field and I don't want to leave there having self-sabotage myself with my own thoughts and my own limiting beliefs. So I have these power tracks. I go there feeling great. I go there feeling like, I am worthy of being on that field. And I'll tell you what, I generally turn out okay. (laughs) At least that's what I like to tell myself. And I've done this in boxing as well. Prior to sparring with people, I would always get this anxious, nervous energy where my hands would feel so heavy. My mind would be playing tricks. And I think, am I really ready? Should I be doing this? Should I learn a little bit more before I jump in there? But just having that song, just that three to four minutes ringing in my head, it brings about that feeling of, being unstoppable. So think about the songs on your playlist. Think about whether they're uplifting. Maybe think of even moments or experiences in your life where a soundtrack was played and maybe that moment made you feel great. Maybe it was your wedding day. Maybe even your last birthday, for example. Get those moments back and use them as anchors to move you forward and build your confidence. Number nine, visualize. Visualize, visualize, visualize. I said this numerous times, I think on at least 17 podcasts before, but there is something really important about visualizing. But once you can visualize something, one of the things that it does is it actually tells your brain that you've already achieved it, especially if you can really get into your thoughts because it will start to change your physiology and psychology of making you believe you've actually achieved it. You see, our brains don't always distinguish whether something has actually happened or whether we've just thought it. So that's quite important. So one of the things I always do is I always visualize where this podcast is going to go, or how my next meeting is going to go, or how my next property venture is going to plan out. And this is really, really important because instantly then I get that feeling of knowing what it's like, but at the same time, it starts to build my confidence. Adding affirmations on top of that, then you are going to be unstoppable because then you can start to tell yourself, I am worthy of this. I am confident. I am capable of achieving what is about to happen for me in my life. So manifestation, visualization, positive affirmations, please, please, please get doing them. And finally, number 10, 
do something difficult. There is something special about getting comfortable whilst being uncomfortable. And this is something that I kind of pride myself on, especially in the last five or six years, because one of the things I recognized was that if you can just come through that uncomfortable stage where we stretch our comfort zone, we grow out of it, or we just step ever so slightly into an unknown area, that's where the growth is going to be. That's where we're going to start to see ourselves move forward in life because we cannot move forward in life or really become the people that we want to visualize ourselves being if we don't step outside of our comfort zone. And there's nothing comfortable about being in the comfort zone. It's uncomfortable. It's supposed to be uncomfortable because that's the area where you are in a new environment. It's where you're going to learn new things. You're going to experience new things and you're also going to gain a hell of a lot of wisdom. But if you can get used to that, if you can almost take that anxiety feeling and recognize it as excitement, because actually science has proven that you actually have the same reactions when you're excited and when you're anxious. And you can just kind of reframe that and say, do you know what? I'm not anxious no more. I'm actually excited and use that as a way of making you do more things that make you uncomfortable. You're going to see your life start to change. You're going to start to find your voice from that. And you're actually going to start to get addicted from being uncomfortable. So that's kind of where I'm going to leave it. But I remember on the last episode, I felt really kind and I gave you an extra tip. So I'm going to give you an extra one here. But for the sake of this episode, I'm going to keep it point number 11. And it is to smile at random people. You might think that you're going to look like a weirdo. You might feel ever so awkward. And I promise you, I have felt the exact same awkwardness because one of the things I always do is when I see someone, the first reaction is to put my head down. I also do this thing with my eyes where I just kind of look to the side of the person, almost disengaging from any sort of eye contact because I don't want that awkward feeling. But really, it's not actually an awkward feeling because a few weeks ago, I put myself kind of accountable on Instagram. And what I did is I said, I'm going to start smiling at the most random people. And I went to the gym that morning. And one of the things I did was come out my comfort zone. I started looking people in the eyes. And initially this felt really, really weird. Anyway, it wasn't bad. I didn't die from it. Nobody said I was weird. Nobody said, why are you smiling at this time in the morning? In fact, people greeted me with nice, warm welcomes and also smiles back. And I know it sounds really crazy just smiling, but I felt so happy in the day. I felt there was people in the morning who had cheered me up. Hopefully seeing my weird smile had cheered them up too. But I also had an incredible workout and it just made me feel so much better because one of the things as humans we want is relationships. And although I wasn't necessarily getting a relationship out of a smile, you want that feeling of connecting with individuals, especially when you're smiling because it releases all these chemicals. It makes you feel good. You can make other people feel good and it's infectious. So the last thing I would say is if you don't do any of these 12 points that I've mentioned is just to smile. Just learn to smile at people. Trust me, I found it awkward. I found myself thinking I was a weirdo when in fact, actually, it was normal. It's normal to spread some happiness in the world. And I think the world just needs a lot more of that. So that's where I'm going to leave it. That's the end of these two-part episodes. I hope you found these useful as well because I spend a lot of time researching these that I don't just want to give you stuff that I don't do myself. I want to give you stuff that will truly help you go out there, build your confidence, help you find your voice, and more importantly, then start to write your own story. So as always, from the bottom of my heart, I truly appreciate every single person who tunes in to an episode, taking time out of your day where you literally could have been doing anything in the world. So thank you so much for that. And also 
I do encourage people to have a look at the YouTube channel. I am trying really, really hard to try and improve the engagement, improve the video qualities there as well. So if you have any tips and tricks, drop me a comment on my YouTube videos and I'll be sure to reach out to you. So until next time, thanks for listening. And remember, this podcast is absolutely free. So all we ask in return is for you to share this with a friend and drop us a five-star review over on iTunes. Have an awesome day.